Welcome to the Null episode for Season 2 of Berengia. It's been a long time coming. Last you heard from us was, for those who were unfortunate enough to have heard it, Episode 7, which premiered in September of 2021. That episode was a send-off to a number of things. Friends, family, the world that we knew. But it, rather unintentionally, happened to also serve as the last pulse of life from us here at Berengia, and thus became a farewell to you all. That was far from the goal of that episode, but of course, you know what they say about the best laid plans. As the Null episode for Season 2, this will serve as a bridge from Season 1, Episode 6, our episode exploring the Olympics, to Season 2, Episode 1, which will have a far different tone from our prior season. A lot has changed in these years, including the way in which we intend to use Berenchia and the way that the show is going to be formatted. In the interim period from September of 2021 to September and now October of 2023, a lot has unfolded. Last we spoke, we were still in the midst of the fallout of the COVID-19 pandemic, or rather the more immediate fallout of it, and the path back towards something resembling normalcy was foggy. I'm sure you all remember having everyone refer to it as the new normal. Now that we're in that theoretical future and the new normal is now normal, there have been plenty of changes. Still. COVID is far from the only situation that has changed in the interim period. Now that Berengia has escaped the wilderness that it was lost in, there's a lot to look back upon and inspect. A number of things which are already slated for episodes for later in the season. I'm certainly not going to try to be Billy Joel, but there are a lot of events to remind ourselves of. It's exhausting living through history, isn't it? So let's take a glimpse back at these previous two years. 2022 saw the start of the still ongoing Russian invasion of Ukraine. Protests were in Iran that received global recognition. Queen Elizabeth II died. Lula won over Bolsonaro in Brazil, and Rishi Sunak replaced Liz Truss. The world ticked over 8 billion people. 2023 has thus far been no less eventful. GPT-4 was debuted by OpenAI and caused a crisis that is still unfolding surrounding education, content production, and generative artificial intelligence. Chinese balloons soared above the continental United States, causing a scare. Finland joined NATO, and the First Republic Bank fell over and knocked out Silicon Valley Bank, causing a banking crisis at the start of the year. The WHO declared that COVID-19 was no longer a global health emergency, and instead referred to it as just a pandemic. Sweden won Eurovision, though we all know Cha-Cha-Cha deserved a little bit better. The Titan submersible, carrying a number of prominent individuals, imploded, thought to have been the fault of cost-cutting production methods and relaxed safety requirements stemming from the Trump administration. The United Nations adopted the High Seas Treaty, a landmark conservation effort focusing on marine life in international waters. Iran joined the Shanghai Cooperation Organization, Fires swept across the Greek island of Rhodes, forcing what the Greek government has dubbed the largest evacuation in their history. Elections were carried out in a number of nations, allowing for us to take a pulse at the state of democracy across the globe. Cambodia's Cambodian People's Party, a social conservative nationalist party, managed to retain control of every seat of their national assembly. Spain's general elections brought the conservative Christian Democratic People's Party into focus, with them now the largest party in the Congress of Deputies. This was still seen as a victory by some, as many feared that the far-right Vox party would sweep in the election. Instead, they performed rather poorly this time around. Niger and Gabon both saw coups that installed military juntas into power. 
and brought with them ire towards France for their neo-colonial practices in West Africa. Maui was struck by devastating fires only for those who endured that to then be inundated with predatory phone calls from real estate companies that wished to buy their land at a deep discount. Korea, Japan, and the US together signed a trilateral security pact, and Canada too found itself struck by fires which torched 68% of the Northwest Territories. In historic first, India landed their Chandrayaan-3 spacecraft on the lunar south pole, carrying both a lander and a rover. Yevgeny Prigozhin, the leader of the Russian-funded PMC Wagner Group, was killed in a plane crash alongside a number of others. Some alleged this was a retaliatory action taken following the rebellion of the Wagner Group back in June. Hurricane Idalia swept through Florida and other portions of the southeastern United States, thought to have been the worst to strike the Big Ben in the last hundred years. September was also full of a number of events, with a new Singaporean president following their elections, a successful solar observation mission carried out by ISRO, India's Space Agency, a devastating earthquake in the Marrakesh Safi region of Morocco, which claimed 3,000 lives. And the African Union was welcomed as the 21st permanent member of the G20. Storm Daniel struck Libya with a death toll of at least 5,000. The storm caused the collapse of two dams in the city of Dana, and the ensuing flood destroyed a quarter of the city. The Libyan government declared between 10,000 and 100,000 were missing following the storm making landfall and the ensuing flooding. Azerbaijan launched a military offensive that quickly defeated the breakaway state of the Republic of Artsakh. As protests began in Armenia, Artsakh announced the dissolution of their government institutions, prompting over 100,000 ethnic Armenians to flee the region. Archaeologists in the Republic of Zambia discovered the world's oldest wooden structure, a set of interlocking logs connected via a notch that secured them together. It dates back 476,000 years. In Slovakia, the Social Democrats of the Direction Social Democracy Party won a plurality of seats in the National Council, though they must now go forward to form a coalition government. The negotiations that determine this coalition will likely determine whether or not Slovakia shall continue support for Ukraine. September of 2023 has been labeled as the warmest September on record, replacing the previous record holder, which had been September 2020. As of the time of writing, these are some of the larger events that have occurred over the last two years, with a heavier focus on what has unfolded thus far in 2023. No doubt before publication, there will be more events. There always are. But, with a world witnessing democratic backsliding, the erosion of institutions thought to uphold freedom, the rise of right-wing nationalistic and populist movements, and our nations quickly entering into a global catastrophe that has resulted from man-made climate change, we stand on the shoreline awaiting a hurricane to make landfall. The plurality of crises that are at our doorstep are daunting, and we must move forward together, but without guidance, knowing that the eyes of history shall forever look upon us for our actions, or lack thereof. In a world of billions, with statistics sounding close to phone numbers than anything tangible, it is still important to not forget individual stories that emerge from the times that we're in. They are, after all, unprecedented. This season of Beringia is meant to examine what German literature refers to as Weltschmerz. Literally translated, it means world pain. It describes the acute awareness of pain and suffering in the world, and the inability for reality to measure up to the imaginations of the mind. Though inspired by this literary concept, we are, of course, not intending to create a depressing or bleak season. Rather, season 2 of Beringia aims to focus on the acute awareness of stories and storytellers, in a world as complicated as the one that we inhabit, and so full of sights, sounds, and experiences 
it is especially easy to become overwhelmed, or worse yet, hopelessly disillusioned. We hope that through examining the smaller, more intimate details of events and lives, we may find ourselves helping to write a human touch to conceptual topics that are often otherwise cold and unapproachable. In a cold and uncaring universe, in a world that feels like it's on the verge of radical change for the worse, all we have are the connections that we're able to make. And that is a human experience as universal as any. So join us for Season 2 of Varangia, with Season 2, Episode 1, arriving on November 1st, 2023. We'll be waiting for you there. Bangia Podcast was created by Mac Ellis and Dawson Zoltz, featuring music from Functional Palace. For any comments, queries, concerns, submissions, we can be reached at Podcast at gmail.com.